0: up everyone welcome back to another episode of the talk to later podcast i'm your host Alyssa rigby and let's get into it so today we're gonna do or we i guess i'm going to do an episode on being a mom because if you didn't know already i'm a mom i have two little boys they are the best kids in the world and i love them so much um So yeah, that's going to be today's episode, but before we get started, let's do a quick little week update. So this past week, it was, um, was it Jeff's birthday last week? Oh yeah, last week I recorded before Jeff's birthday. So yeah, we had Jeff's birthday. Um, It kind of sucked, honestly, (laughs) because one, we're adults and adult birthdays just hit different and not in a good way but Jeff had a huge neuro exam on Friday, so he basically studied all day on his birthday, so yay, um, but yeah, Jeff's parents came into town, they were with us for a few days, it was good to have them here, um, we got to go to the medical, Well, can I talk, we went to the medical school gala, or aka med school prom, (laughs) and it was honestly kind of a letdown, like, it wasn't, the food wasn't great. They had pasta and like red sauce. Honestly, they probably bought it from Walmart, which is fine, but it's like you go to a gala. I expect like steak and potatoes or like some good chicken, <laughs> but we got pasta and stale breadsticks. They were so dry. I don't know what was going on, but I love my bread and those were dry as hell. So that was honestly a letdown. Um, also, I think I have celiac disease or celiac. I don't really know how to, I don't know what to, how to say it. Anyway, I have been having crazy bloating problems and I'm trying to figure out what it is, but last night I ate a piece of bread with dinner, like garlic bread, and literally minutes afterwards I looked six months pregnant or more. Like, I lift up my shirt and just like, oh my. I'm like, yeah, I'm like this is a problem. So, I got to get that figured out. I don't know. I tried to get in with a GI doctor, but they're like two months out and I'm like, I don't got two months to bloat. Freak, I might as well just get pregnant and just <laughs> have a reason to be looking like that. Ugh. Anyway, sorry, if you can hear like cars driving by through the episode. episodes because of my windows open, it's starting to get warm down here in Southern Utah. So we open up our windows at night while it's a little bit cooler still. So our AC isn't constantly kicking on. Anyway, if you hear that, that's what that is. Okay, back on track. So, the bloating. Yeah, if anyone has any tips or tricks or knows what to do to help bloating, please, please message me because I am in desperate need of help. Um, Also, I gave my dog a haircut, and uh, for the okay, for one, I forgot we bought new like dog hair trimmers, so I was using our old ones, and they are awful. Like they suck so bad. They take forever to cut his hair. So I was. Cutting his hair for two and a half hours using the sucky clippers. And Jeff comes home and he's like, uh, you're using the wrong clippers. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I also used Jeff's face trimmer that he used (laughs) because I was desperate. I'm like, I've been doing this for two hours and I've only done his face. Like, this is ridiculous. And so, anyway, he came home, showed me where the new ones were. And the new ones worked amazingly. I got it done, the rest of him, like the rest of his whole body in like an hour but man, our poor dog has the ugliest haircut. (laughs) The ugliest haircut I've ever seen. He literally looks like a naked mole rat or like those ugly hairless cats. I'm sorry if you like those, but those are the ugliest things ever. I don't know how you- for one, they scare the hell out of me. I I don't like them. They scare me. If I had one of those crawl on me at night to cuddle, I would chuck it against the wall. That's- no. That's a no for me. Um- but yeah, our dog's fur, when it gets long, it like mats down really easily. So there were certain places like underneath his legs that just had to be shaved off. And I tried, I tried my best to not have to shave him, but the dude needed a shave. So unfortunately, he's going to be a little uncomfy for a couple of days with the new Breeze in his undercarriage, <laughs> but uh, he'll get used to it. Okay, I'm trying to think of anything interesting that happened to me this week. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Okay, let's get into the episode. So, like I said, it's about motherhood. So, I'm just going to kind of give my journey into motherhood and my, yeah, just my overall experience. So, Jeff and I got married in 2017. We were 22 And we both were like, I don't know if I want to have kids yet. Like, let's wait a couple years and we'll see where we're at. Literally, so we got married in July. In October. So, three months after we were married, Jeff comes to me and he's like, I feel like we need to have kids. I was like, what? I'm like, what happened to waiting two years? I'm like, it's been three months, dude. Like, what is going on? And he told me he had like an experience and... I don't know, that's, like, personal, but basically, he had a feeling that we needed to have kids, so I was like, okay, like, I'll sit and think about it for a minute. Anyway, I was, like, excited to be a mom. I always wanted to be a mom, so it's not like it took a ton to get me on board, but I definitely, at first, was like, ooh, I don't know, like, am I really ready? So, um, let's see, in November, I think I got off of birth control, and we started trying to have kids, and, like, like, every month, take, like, my period would start, another month, my period would start, and, like, even though you're trying, like, we were trying, but not trying, if that makes sense, like, we wouldn't, like, obviously, we weren't on birth control, and we weren't using condoms, but we weren't, like, tracking my ovulating times, so just, like, if it happens, it happens, but honestly, once you get off birth control and you know that you're, like, not using any sort of protection, it's really hard to not get excited every time you, like, have a symptom or your period's a day late or whatever. You get really let down when it's a negative pregnancy test or you start your period. So, anyway, um, flash forward a few months. This was April, so it was, like, November, December, January, March, April—like five, six months after we had been trying to have a kid, I my period was seven days late, and I still hadn't taken a test because I was just like I had so many negative ones. I was like, whatever, my periods all over the place after getting off birth control. I'm probably not, but um, I started having other symptoms, so I was like, okay, I'll just take a test. So this is when I worked at a doctor's office, so I I, <laughs> I took a uh, pregnancy test from the office, and I took it. At home on my lunch break and it was positive and I freaked out I was like oh my gosh I'm like I'm pregnant I didn't call Jeff I wanted to call my mom but I didn't because I was like okay I gotta tell Jeff first so I went to work after work I got off and I went to um the mall and I went to a store and picked up like a little cute like uh gender neutral onesie and I like put the pregnancy test on the table and whatever I put like you're gonna be a dad And Jeff walks in, and, like, we go to the table, and he looks down. He's like, is this for us? He's like, is this real? Because my sister-in-law was pregnant at the time, and he thought it was, like, for her baby shower. So, he's kind of confused. He's like, is this for real? And I was like, yeah, I'm pregnant. And he, like, we both, like, hugged and whatever. We were so excited. But after we, like, calmed down a little bit, I was like, I don't know. I just, like, don't want to get too excited yet. Like, I just have, like, this off feeling and at the time I just like was like oh I'm just nervous or it's like my anxiety whatever and so about a month went by and we were going to Florida for a vacation we were going to Disney World and just to like to the beach and just a good nice relaxing vacation so um in May we're going like to get ready to go to the airport I had to work half a day and so Jeff was just, like, getting this stuff ready, getting our house cleaned up and whatever. I was going to meet him at home after work, and we would go. Um, but while I was at work, I started cramping really bad. And then I went to the bathroom, and there was, like, a little bit of blood. And I was like, oh, no. And in my head, I'm like, I know this is not good. But, like, in my, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I can't leave. So I just continue. I finish the day. I go home, and I tell Jeff. And I'm like, I am bleeding i don't know what's going on like i don't know so i call the obgyn and i talk to them i'm like hey like i got a positive pregnancy test like a month ago and now i'm kind of cramping and bleeding a little bit and the first girl's like oh spotting can be normal like just take it easy just relax lay down blah 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 i'm like okay but like (laughs) i'm literally going to florida today like we're flying out in a couple hours She's like, okay, just give it a couple days, and if you have any questions, just give us a call. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, we get on the plane, fly, and I am exhausted. I didn't realize until after, but it was because I was pregnant that I was so tired and fatigued. It just was, like, draining me. But anyway, I continue bleeding throughout the whole trip, and um, this might be TMI, but I continued to call the OBG, like OBGYN doctor, like, a couple times that week. Just because I was, like, in denial that this was happening and I was scared and sad and I just wanted someone to be like, no, you're fine, like, it's normal, like, you'll be okay. And, um, but I do remember one day in the hotel, I went to the bathroom and there was just, like, a big clot of blood and it just looked different, I don't know. So, I figured that I had, like, passed it on my own and it was so sad and so hard and it was just... it was just awful. Like, I know it wasn't that far, I wasn't that far along, but you get so excited in just a few short weeks of, like, oh, I'm gonna be a mom, and Jeff's gonna be a dad, and you picture what your family's gonna be like, and you picture getting the nursery ready, and just buying everything and getting everything ready. You just, like, look to the future, like, times a thousand. Like, you just get so excited, and I just remember being at Disney World and just, Like, you're in the happiest place on earth, and I am feeling so sad. And, like, honestly, the trip was still fun. It was a good thing that we went because it kind of took me out of sitting at home all day and just kind of, I don't know, crying and being sad all day. Like, it's good to cry, and it's good to be sad and to grieve. But it also, for me, it was good to get out and just enjoy our vacation and kind of take my mind off of it. But I just remember it was was really hard because my sister-in-law was pregnant and I felt like everyone around me was getting pregnant. And I was like, what is going on? So, after that, we started trying pretty much like literally right after. Like we didn't wait that long to keep trying. So, we kept trying and it was like a few more months went by and still nothing. And a few more months went by and at this point it had been a year since we'd been trying. And if you don't know, like, once you've been trying for a year, you can go to the doctor to figure out, like, what's going on. Like, if if it's the girl's problem, if it's the guy's problem, or something else is going on. So, we make an appointment with the doctor. We go in, and we're talking about all the options. And he mentioned something about my history of PCOS. And he mentioned something about Jeff's sperm count. And it could be that. And it could be, like, my ovulating I'm not ovulating and just like all these different things. So we were talking about getting me on a pill to help um, ovulate more. I don't know. But the chances of having twins go way up. And then we we're also going to check Jeff's sperm count to see if everything was fine there. But before we leave, the girl's like, okay, I just need you to get a urine sample before you go to make sure everything fine. So I'm like, okay. I go and in a cup. They dip my test. And she's like, I'm just going to do a pregnancy test just to make sure. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like in my head, I'm like, I know I'm not pregnant. But she comes back and she's like, okay, so you're pregnant. And I'm like, what? I was shocked. And Jeff had to leave because he had to go back to work or something. So I was there by myself. And she told me, and I literally started crying. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm sorry for crying. Like, I just had a miscarriage like a few months ago. And so, like, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just really happy and excited. She's like, oh, congrats. Like, everything will be fine like I'm so happy for you let us know if you have any questions or need help or anything I'm like okay so go home I tell Jeff we're both super excited and fortunately this pregnancy went pretty well I mean I was sick I felt like I was sick pretty much the whole time but especially sick the first like 16 to 20 weeks and after that you just get kind of uncomfortable and big and bleh you just don't feel very good But, um, I had Dawson, I was 40 weeks, exactly, and, um, yeah, I went into labor, well, I didn't go into labor, sorry, I was induced, and I got induced at, like, five or six o'clock at night, and then I was in labor all day. And then the next night at 11 p.m. was when they decided to take me in to go get an emergency C-section because Dawson's heart heart rate was dropping and I spiked a fever and I was also like low on oxygen so they're like, okay, we gotta gotta go give you a C-section. I'm like, oh no. I was terrified. That was one of my things. I told Jeff, I'm like, I do not want to have a C-section. I have such anxiety about surgery and... I don't know. I'm like, I just don't want to die. I'm like, this is scary. I remember looking at my anesthesiologist and my doctor and being like, I am so scared. Like, I don't, I don't want to do it. And they're like, I'm sorry, but like, we got to go. He's like, everything will be fine. And then he's like, fill out this form. And the form was, like, saying, like, if this goes wrong, we're not responsible. If this goes wrong, we're not responsible. And I'm, like, oh, my hell, what a time to do that. I'm like, this is awful. It all happened so fast. Like, literally, by, from the time they told me I'm having a C-section to when I was in the operating room, it was literally probably five minutes or less. It was, It was so fast. And if you don't know, when you have an emergency C-section, you're usually just, you usually just have an epidural. You don't have a spinal block. And my epidural wasn't great. I don't know why. I don't know if it was like the placement or I don't know. But I could like move my toes and feel my feet during the whole labor process. But when we went into the C-section, I was like, okay, like I could still like wiggle my toes. He's like, yeah, I'll give you some more of the epidural and it should be okay. Let me tell you, it was not okay. (laughs) So my doctor gets a little forceps. If you don't know what forceps are, they're basically like big scissor looking pincher things I don't that's a bad explanation but anyway he like pinched my belly to make sure I couldn't feel anything and he pinched my right side and I couldn't feel anything but then he pinched my left side I'm like yeah I can kind of I kind of feel he's like okay I'll give it a few more minutes let that epidural kick in anyway he pinches me again and I was like I can kind of feel it And he's like well is it pain or pressure and I was like well kind of both but he's like okay pressure's okay anyway they start doing their thing and they're cutting me with the scalpel, and I could feel I'm just like into my stomach. And I remember squeezing the sides of the bed, like your arms are strapped down, but I'm like squeezing the sides of the bed, looking for Jeff. Jeff is like in his element, looking at the surgery, like looking at the doctor cutting me open. And and the guys like you probably should go be home with your wife, like she's kind of in pain. And Jeff just told me like at this point he was kind of worried because I was obviously like I was shaking and just like. In pain. Like, literally wincing and moaning in pain. It was awful. And he, Jeff, asked the anesthesiologist, like, at what point do you, like, put her out? And the doctor was like, I'm already, I'm already doing it. And Jeff was like, at that point, two seconds later, you were gone. Like, just sleeping. And then I woke up, not, I don't remember waking up. So, like, consciously I was awake, but I don't remember it. (laughs) I was a crazy person on whatever whatever drugs they gave me i don't i don't know what it was but jeff told me like i was swearing i was saying the f word i was doing the like rock star sign being like f yeah party girl like i did this in college (laughs) like i'm like i did not do drugs in college i smoked weed a couple of times but i wouldn't consider that like doing drugs but like oh my hell And the nurses afterwards, after I had Dawson, were, like, sitting in the NICU, and they're, like, I would pay to see that again. Like, that was the funniest thing ever. If you ever have a baby again and need a C-section, I will be in on that surgery. And I was, like, this is so embarrassing. And apparently, uh, my doctor, Dr. Kirkman, bless him, I love him so, so much. I hope he can deliver all my babies, but... He, during the surgery, was, like, coming to check on me afterwards, like, after the staples and everything had been put in. He leans over the drip. He's like, how's it going? How you feeling? And apparently, I grabbed his face and I caressed his face and I was like, you're amazing. Like, you're so, you're doing, you're so amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that poor man. Poor, oh, he probably, he deals with so much. But yeah, that was Dawson's Birth. Anyway, that kind of this story's taking a, a little bit of a different turn than I think it was. Thought it was. But um yeah, that was Dawson's birth. Um Brooks's birth went a lot smoother. <laughs> I scheduled it like months before. I knew the day I was going in, the night before I took a shower, the morning of I went in, did all the little paperwork stuff. I got dressed in the cute little hospital gown, and then they I walked back to the operating room and they did a spinal block. I could not feel my legs, couldn't feel a thing. And it was amazing. Did not feel anything. I was awake. I got to see Brooks being born. And it just went so much smoother than Dawson did, thankfully, because I was so nervous to have another one. But yeah, that was kind of my pregnancies. Um, So I don't know if I even said so. My kids are Dawson turns four on Sunday. So he's four. And then Brooks just turned two a few weeks ago. So, those are my pregnancies. Um, Now, I'm going to kind of talk about afterbirth and some things that aren't as talked about because I feel they're important. One is, I feel like the most important one because no one, and I mean literally no one warned me about this. So, after I had Dawson, I obviously had a C-section and you have stitches or staples or whatever on your lower ab like probably like four or five inches below your belly button and it hurts it hurts real bad (laughs) so anytime you have to like push or sneeze or cough is very painful um so imagine pooping after birth and usually you're constipated after birth because they're giving you so many drugs and you're not as mobile like you don't move around as much so I hadn't pooped in probably a week and a half. So I was ready and I was taking I was taking their little constipation pills. I was prepared. I was drinking water. Like I was like, okay, when I have this poop, it'll be smooth sailing. It absolutely was not. It was a shipwreck. Or a shitwreck, might I say. Um it was more painful than the actual birthing process, C section. It was so bad. So that earlier that day, Jeff was like, I'm going to go golf with my brothers. We're just going to hit like a, like a bucket of ball. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're fine. I'm here with like a two week old baby. I got this. But in my head, I'm like, I literally don't know why you're going golfing. Just stay home. I need help. <laughs> anyway, so the time has come and I feel a little bit discomfort in my tummy. And I'm like, okay, it's time. The poop is coming. It's here. Let's get it done. And so I was honestly like kind of excited because I'm, like, I haven't pooped in like two weeks. So it's due. I'm due for a good poop. So I go to sit on the toilet and I'm sitting in there and I'm like pushing. And when I push it, like my staples feel like they're going to bust out of my incision and I'm going to bleed out, you know? And then Dawson, little baby Dawson is crying on the bed, like screaming, crying I'm on the toilet having the most painful poop of my literal life, and I'm about to cry. Like, I'm crying on the toilet, the baby's crying, Jeff's gone, and so I'm like, I have to get this poop out, or it's never coming out. I'm gonna have to get it, like, surgically removed. So I, (laughs) I, so I have to get the baby, though. So I'm, like, waddling over to the bed to grab Dawson. My pants are around my ankles. I'm waddling over. I pick him up. I'm holding him trying to go poop. And it is like, it's the sharpest pain. My stomach hurts. It just literally is the worst feeling I have ever had. (laughs) It is the most painful thing ever. And so I finally called Jeff and I'm He's like, hey, what's up? Mike? you need to come home. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, is everything okay? I'm like, no, everything is not okay. I'm on the toilet trying to take a poop and I can't go. Like the baby's crying. He needs to be fed, but I can't, like, I can't do everything right now. I'm like you need to go home. He's like, okay, well, I'm almost done. Like I'll be home in just a few minutes. I'm like, you need to come home now. <laughs> so Jeff comes home. I do my business and it was awful. I was honestly terrified to go poop again after that luckily i think i like upped my dose of the medicine and that helped but wow wow, wow 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 i never want to experience that again that was awful so if you don't know now you know after you have a baby be prepared to have a painful poop honestly if it were me i would probably take like not an enema like a laxative like a triple dose of laxative just to make that that make sure that your poop comes out as water just to make the experience a little bit less painful oh yeah that was awful um another thing i feel like they talk about this a little bit but not as much and they don't go into as detail as much but the baby blues i had the baby blues with both of my kids and literally it was the weirdest thing. So, I was, I felt fine pretty much. I mean, I was exhausted and tired and adjusting to being a mom, but literally at, like, five to seven every single night, I would feel so sad. Like, for no reason. I would just start sobbing and crying, and Jeff was like, what's wrong? Like, what happened? I'm like, nothing's wrong. Like, nothing happened. I just feel sad, and he would bless his heart Jeff would be trying to cheer me up he would like play music or be like hey let's watch a show or play a game and one day I was we were literally playing battleship and I'm like sobbing <laughs> because I'm like I don't know what's wrong with me and it was just the baby blues and that lasted for like two weeks and then after that I was pretty much okay um with Dawson after Brooks was a little bit of a different story because we had a lot of life changes that happened after Brooks was born. So, after he was born, when he was two months, we moved away to southern Utah. So, that's about, like, six hours away from both of our families. So, we had no help. We didn't know hardly anyone down here. And I had a brand new baby. And Jeff was starting a really, really hard master's program. We didn't see each other much. And so, That mixed with pregnancy postpartum hormones was a recipe for disaster. (laughs) So, I had um, really bad anxiety and really bad depression. So, I had Brooks in the end of March and by like October, so like when Brooks was six months, I actually got on antidepressants because I was feeling so low, so down, and I didn't want to, yeah, I mean, you, I can, you can hear where this is going. I didn't want to get too deep into it, so trigger warning, (laughs) but yeah, I was super depressed and sad all the time, and I just couldn't, like, shake the feeling, and I was doing everything that everyone was saying. I was eating healthy, I was getting outside, I was going on walks, I was, like exercising and I just feel like nothing helped and that's what's frustrating about mental health and depression and anxiety is you get some people that haven't really experienced it or don't know much about it and they're like oh like have you tried going outside have you tried drinking more water have you tried it's like have you tried shutting up (laughs) like yes I tried that like do you know what it's like to not want to do anything do you know what it's like to not want to get out of bed do you know what it's like to not want to take care of your kids it's like oh it's so sad and frustrating and it's so hard to explain to someone that's just like never experienced it so I'm here to tell you if you are experiencing anxiety depression whatever please get help it is okay it is best and you will feel so happy that you did and just know that there are people out there that will love and support you and yeah it's tough i've been there if you need anyone to talk to i'm your gal i know (laughs) i know about it i've been down that road a few times actually so yeah that was all of. that was just an adjustment postpartum the postpartum hormones in general are just whack like What the woman's body goes through to get pregnant, go through a pregnancy, go through labor, and also postpartum is insane to me. Like, the fact that it's just the women doing it and not the men, it's literally, like, (laughs) women are amazing, okay? Don't ever discredit women for what they do because, honestly, it's so, it's so cool they they grow human they literally grow a brain a heart bones limbs like everything hair it's incredible just yeah don't come for women um so the next thing i'm going to talk about is how i knew i wanted kids and really i always knew i wanted kids i love kids i think they're so funny and cute but for me how i knew i was ready um i didn't honestly I don't feel like you're ever really ready there's always something that you're like ooh, I gotta wait till I have a better job or I have to wait till I'm more financially stable or I have to wait till I'm more blah 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 like you'll never have a perfect situation so in my opinion it's like okay are we I mean obviously you have to be okay enough like don't be Like, oh, my marriage is awful. Let's have a kid because that'll fix it. No, it won't. It won't fix your marriage. It will probably make it worse. Don't take that as actual fact or whatever. It might make your marriage better. But I think personally, if your marriage is already bad, it's not a good idea to throw on an extreme life change and difficulty of raising kids. That's not, I don't feel like that's a good mix for a, a... happier marriage. I don't know. Um, so yeah, obviously there's like times where it might be better than others, but I don't think you're always a hundred percent ready if that makes sense. Um the next question I asked myself is do I want more kids? And honestly I have been struggling with this lately because I don't want my kids to be too far apart in age. Like Brooks and Dawson are close in age. They are barely under two years apart. They're literally 23 months apart, and so I feel like that's a pretty good gap, but Brooks just turned two, so if I were to get pregnant in the next few months, him and our next kid will be three years apart, and that's, like, my max. I don't want them to be really more than three years apart, so I'm like, well, shit. Like, that means I gotta get pregnant, like, within the next few months, and that scares me because I know this is gonna sound selfish, but I honestly i don't care that it sounds selfish because being a mom is so unselfish like that is the most selfless thing you can do like you're giving up your body your hobbies your life and just everything i guess to raise this human and to raise them to be a good person and to take care of them like kids can't take care of themselves for a long time like my husband can barely take care of myself and the man's almost 30 okay like think of a baby um i just kidding. Jeff is fully capable of taking care of himself, but so, he doesn't help sometimes, but, um, you get what I'm saying, but uh, I don't know. I think I will have one more kid. If it is a girl, I think I will be done. Like three will be a perfect number for me. I don't want a lot of kids. I just, uh, the toll it takes on a person's body and mental health and just going through it is kind of scary. Like, Giving birth is scary. I don't know why for me, but I just, like, get so nervous about it. So, yeah, I think I'll have one more kid. Jeff wants four, but I'm like, you know what? You go have a baby. <laughs> like, I don't... Ugh. It's hard having a baby and then bouncing back. And I know you're not supposed to, like, bounce back. But I'm already, like, really self-conscious around, about my body. So, I feel like I'm getting to a point right now. And my kid's two. So, it's taking me two years to... F- Finally, be like, okay, I'm getting my body back. Like, I'm getting stronger. I'm starting to see more muscle development and like more endurance and just being more fit. And now I'm like, well, shoot. Like, now I'm starting to think about having another baby. Like, uh, oh, it's just kind of hard, but kids are worth it. Like, they're worth the body changes, they're worth the weight gain, they're worth the anxiety, whatever. It's just, it's a long process. Um, now I'm going to go and answer what is the best and worst part about being a mom. I think the best part is you, for me, I always have like just little friends around that want to be by me. Like my kids always are wanting to play with me or they want to go to the store with me or make cookies with me and just hang out. And it's so fun. And they just do the funniest things and say the cutest things. I mean, sometimes they say cringy things in the store to people that I'm like, please don't talk to anyone. It's scary, but, like, kids are so fun. They honestly are the best part of my day. I love waking up, and my kids are there in my bed, and we just, like, wake up and watch cartoons, and they're just, like, my little sidekicks. Like, it's so like, when I go into town with the kids versus without, when I go without the kids, I feel lost and I always feel like there's something missing. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I need my kids. I like when they're in the car with me. Um, I think the worst part about being a mom for me is, honestly, I hate just watching them grow up and change and do things. I'm gonna get sad, but, like, I hate when, like, for instance, they'll say a word wrong and it's so cute because they pronounce it weird or like they, they just say the completely wrong thing and then one day they like say it right and you're like oh like you said it the right way like no you're just like getting so big or like they just start talking more or they grow out of their baby clothes and like just recently dawson grew out of the toddler section and now he's in like the little boy section of clothes and it makes me want to cry like literally i get so sad thinking about it and it's just so hard seeing them grow up and I sometimes think about them getting married and leaving and oh I literally can't think about it it makes me so sad but it's like the weirdest feeling because it's bittersweet I want them to grow up and I want them to be happy and get married or do whatever go to school get a job do what they want like live their dreams but at the same time like please stay little and always be by me oh it's the most rewarding sad happy angry like you have all the feelings as a mom and it's just amazing but also hard (laughs) it's like the weirdest any moms out there can relate it is just the most rewarding job out there and also the hardest job out there but yeah kids oh i love them so much but another question that gets asked frequently i think to couples or people that have kids is did it change your marriage or your relationship? And honestly, for me, I would say it probably did change a little bit because honestly, how could it not? Like, you're bringing a whole other person into your family. And each time you bring someone into your family, it's going to change because it's a different personality. It's another, like, just another person you have to raise and make sure they're doing okay and whatever. So... I would say our marriage changed in the fact of our time, especially after having our first kid, our time wasn't always focused on each other. Like, before it was, we got off of work and we hung out with each other. Like, we could do whatever we want. We could go out to dinner. We could go on a weekend trip. We could go to our friend's house. We could do whatever. But after we had a kid, it was like, oh, crap. Like, is a diaper backpack. Do we have a bottle ready? Do I need a pump? Do I need a pump in the car? Do we have, like do we have all the baby's clothes, extra clothes, like, we gotta get the to bed, to bed in time, our baby has to take a nap. It's just a whole other set of things, but honestly, when you get used to those things, it's really not that bad. Like, it's just, it becomes a routine at that point, and you are usually prepared for whatever like your kid has a blowout you're like oh wait I got I got an extra set of clothes in my diaper bag I'm an all-star mom like I I've been here before you know it just is it gets better as the time goes on you figure it out and it I feel like I don't want to say it comes naturally because I feel like it might not for some people I feel like for me it did, but it didn't. I feel like there were times where I'm like, I honestly have no idea what I'm doing. And I would call my mom or I would go to the doctors I worked for at work and be like, okay, so how much do I feed my kid? <laughs> like, what is going on? Please help me. Or, like, why is his poop this color? <laughs> it was just like, I almost just questioned everything because I'm like, it's my kid. Like, you want to make sure they're okay and healthy and have the perfect life. But yeah, our relationship. Um, change a little bit, but not like super drastically. Um, I think another thing that's really important as you go through pregnancy is to make sure that you have caretakers, like peop- like doctors and nurses and- or a nurse practitioner or whoever, a midwife, just someone that you trust and that you love. I absolutely love my doctor. Dr. Kirkman is the best. If you're in Logan, Cache Valley area, Dr. Kirkman is an angel on earth. He delivered both of my babies and he was just such an amazing doctor. Every time I went to visit him, he was so nice, answered all my questions. I never, never felt rushed and I always just felt taken care of and even when I was scared to like go in for a c-section, I remember him like holding my hand and just like being like, it's gonna be okay. I know it's scary but like everything will go smoothly. C-sections are safe. Like, it'll be okay, you'll be okay, and he was just an amazing doctor, I really want to (laughs) wait to have one more kid until we're up in Logan, because I want him to deliver my kids so bad, but time is not on my side, unfortunately, so I don't know, I'm trying my best to make that happen, but we will see, but yes, that is like a number one thing for me, is find a doctor you love, if you don't like the doctor you're at, go to a different one, it makes all the difference, it really does, I've known so many people that are like, oh, like, I really don't like my OB. Like, they're just so unprofessional or I never see them in the office. I've only seen them once or whatever. But then they'll switch and find a new doctor and be like, oh, I wish I did that forever ago. I don't know why I waited. It's like, yeah, I don't know why you waited either because it makes such a difference. Like, if you think about it, this is your kid's life. Like, you really want to go with someone that you don't trust or that you don't like? No, you gotta find someone you love. And I know they're out there, but... Yeah, I just want to say moms out there are literally the best people ever. I freaking like like just a round of applause for all the moms. It is such a hard job. I don't think anyone realizes like even dads of moms or like like stay-at-home moms in general. Like there I know there's stay-at-home dads out there. So this is this goes for any stay-at-home parent. It is rough out there (laughs) like I used to work full-time in a pediatric office and it's hard doing that but it's like a different kind of hard as a mom like I would say being a stay-at-home mom is harder than working a full-time job from eight to five because it's non-stop like people will make content comments of like oh well they'll take a nap or they sleep at night I'm like okay, but do you know that they get up multiple times in the night? Like, are you getting up at night with your kids? Probably not. If you're making those comments, probably not. (laughs) Like, most kids aren't angel sleepers. Most of the time, when I talk to other moms or other parents, their kids struggle sleeping, and the mom or dad is up at night with the kids, and it's just hard. So, if you see a mom or you know a mom, give them a hug. Tell them that they're doing great. Just show your support, and just honestly, be kind, because moms are always at their wits end. Kids, kids are a lot. They're very stressful. They're also very fun, but it's, it's a hard job, so just please be nice to all the moms. Tell them you love them. You pr- appreciate them. Call your own mom. Tell her how much you love her and how much you are sorry that you don't recognize all the things that she did when you were young, because because after being a mom you realize all the little things your parents did because you're now doing it for your kid and you're like oh wow like yeah my parents did this for me too but I had no idea because I'm just a kid and don't even pay attention to those type of things but (sighs) parents are amazing moms are amazing kids are amazing um I probably should have posted this episode on Mother's Day. I told that or I told Jeff what my episode topic was gonna be like He's like, he probably should have waited and put it out on like Mother's Day, the week of Mother's Day. I'm like, oh, you're probably right, but <laughs> that's in like two weeks from now. so that should be sailed <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, that is kind of my journey of motherhood. I know I obviously left a lot out like as my kids got older but like all their little moments but yeah if you're wondering about being a mom at like I mean if you're not married I wouldn't suggest having a kid <laughs> just for like obvious reasons I feel like it's harder to be a single parent maybe not probably depends on your partner <laughs> maybe it might be easier but usually I think it's uh could be harder to be a single parent but um just do what feels right for you and you'll figure it out anyway yeah that's my uh motherhood motherhood that's my motherhood journey i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode um please rate and review the podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts and yeah just leave your feedback i would love to hear it and it also helps the podcast grow so that would be dope um yeah i hope you guys have a good weekend uh it's starting to get warm so that's nice go out and do something fun in the sun get that vitamin d yeah everyone needs a d so yeah go outside get some sun have a good safe weekend don't do anything i wouldn't do and i will talk to you later bye